When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Happy hump day on the Colleen and Bradley show on MyTalk 1071, streaming live at MyTalk1071.com. Everything entertainment, Colleen Lindstrom, Bradley trainer. And each day we start the show with the three things we think you need to hear so you can be in the know today. We call it the three at 1203. Give me three. You got it. It's the three. I'll need three things. At 12.03. Three. That's the magic number. They're going to be talking about three things. Three. It is. It's the magic number. What does it all mean? And here it is behind door number one. Wax. Okay, so the first thing that you need to hear today is the reveal of Prince Harry and Meghan Markle's Madame Tussauds. Wax figures. Actually, technically, it's just a Meghan Markle reveal, but they, of course, uh, paired Meghan Markle with her man to be, her groom. He's to already be. a man. I mean, well, you don't know. True. Groom to be. Yeah. The royal family get full of some skeletons. Anyway, here is the moment it was revealed earlier today on Today. Please sound the trumpets. <laughs> Here is your first look at the new wax figure of Meghan Markle along with Prince Harry. Does it open or do we open it? Here it is. Oh, my God. Oh, that is so weird. that's a little (gasps) realistic. Wait, it looks like they're looking at us. I'm expecting him. He's looking right at me. I'm expecting him to come to life. Melissa McCarthy said she rounded the corner and saw them and and really thought it was the real deal. Right, <laughs> Melissa? They're frightening. They're, she said they're kind of scary. Well, she's but, staring at you right now. Wow. So, That's so, incredible. So Megan's new. Harry's yeah. already been there. Hi, yes. Harry. Um, wow. They're gonna be, she's going to be right next to Prince William, Kate, the queen. Yeah. Um, they're at Madame Tussauds. Yeah. The British label Self-Portrait. It's one of Megan's go-to labels. Donated the figure's lace and crepe dress. And uh, Kate Middleton, of course. The, Wait, this this wanna, got the seal of approval. I Be careful. I don't want to touch it, but it's just the ring you, and the. And by the way, this And the skin texture. Yes. Right? Both of them. Were they touching? Wow. Anyway. This, three to four months to make. I wonder if... Well, like, remember, you can do that. Feel like... You know the person, yeah. like it gets a little. Remember with know, Zac Efron? Yeah, I suppose I. I touch nev- his abs. I still have never been to a wax museum. I find them to be mildly creepy. Creepy. Feel like you can live a full life without going. This is mildly creepy. You know um, what I meant. Uh, that sounds like a character in a uh, Lemony Snicket novel. <sighs> but um, what I was going to say is, again, that was the moment they revealed the Meghan Markle uh, wax figure and. In the world of wax figures, this is a really good likeness. I agree. I would just like to remind you of the Betty White debacle and before that, the Beyonce debacle. Yeah. Uh, There have been some pretty nasty wax figure likenesses. These, I mean, down to and what you can't see when you're 
on the radio, of course, is when they talk about the skin texture. I mean, you see like little blemishes, maybe freckles or whatever the individuals have in real life. That That is all a part of the detail. It's not just like, hey, I'm a wax figure. It's really amazing. I, I'm I'm sort of looking at the video uh, as you're talking. And to me, some of the most amazing details are, for example, Harry has a, a pretty he's got a pretty full beard. Yeah. And you it it looks like you could just like your beard. It looks like your beard on your face, Bradley. It's insane. Are you saying it looks real? Yes, that that's what point? I'm saying. Yeah. yeah. It just it's amazing. Yeah. So So if you want to uh get all up on that business, um it's gonna be at Madame Tussauds. And also by the way, they're giving away like a free trip to to other royal weddings. So Oh go no on big today. deal. Yeah. Nope. Behind door number two, let's see what we've got. Door number two, what's behind it? It's Taylor Swift. Um, Okay, so I wanted to share this particular moment with you uh, regarding Taylor Swift and, of course, Katy Perry. You know that there's been a little bit of a feud between Mm -hmm. them. Well, Taylor says that she got some sort of a peace offering from her former rival. Let's have a listen. So I just got to my dressing room and found this actual olive branch. This means so much to me. So that is the moment on social media that Taylor Swift uh, showed the gift she received from Katy Perry. It was a literal olive branch, like branch from an olive tree. And it came along with a uh, handwritten note that was like, hey, old friend, <laughs> I don't hate you anymore. But actually, here's what she did say. I've been doing some reflecting on the past miscommunications and the feelings between us. I really want to clear the air. I mean, that's lovely. That's a lovely sentiment. Now, can I tell you what the latest headline is about this? Yeah, but first, that might be a lovely sentiment, but it ain't real. Well, this is fascinating. And this maybe this will help um, us be clear about what actually is going on here. Yeah. The latest headline is... Katy Perry is upset at Taylor Swift for going public with the apology letter that suggests that she accepts responsibility for their feud. Okay, well, what did she think that Taylor was going to do? Exactly. So you know exactly what's going on here. Katy Perry, somebody was like, you got to reach out to Taylor Swift. We got to do you. You aren't getting enough attention. We need to get you back in the headlines. And then she sent that apology letter knowing full well Taylor Swift would share it. And now she's going to be angry about it. And now we've breathed life into this feud again. Or she was sincere and uh, didn't have any expectation that uh, Taylor was going to post it. And Taylor, being the manipulative, maniacal machine that she is, um, was like, ah. maybe it even said at some point, like, please don't share. This is really just between you and me. But I want you to have an olive branch. Although, looking at the dumb thing, you don't send somebody an olive branch and not expect exactly. it in this day and age that they're not going to take a picture. Because a normal person would just send a like an email. Right. I don't hate you, bitch. I love you. Bye. <laughs> this is like a beautifully wrapped gift. Somebody cut down an olive tree, which doesn't seem very peaceful. I just think this isn't real. It's just figuring out where the not real part exactly. is. Exactly. Listen how cynical we are. No, we're just realistic. Mm-hmm. Here's what we have for you behind door number three. Oh. Did you think we would get through this whole segment without mentioning... The famous juice cleanse that our friends Donna and Steve from the 9 to Noon show Bloop. have uh, found themselves on. Bloop. Or not. 
So bringing us all up to speed, uh, Donna and Steve from the 90 Noon Show, the whole show is on a juice cleanse. It's a three-day juice cleanse. We are now on day three. Uh, they started on Monday. On Monday, Steve ate, courtesy of Paula Dean. Well, guess what he did again yesterday, Bradley? Oh, let me guess. Put food in his mouth? He ate again. But, oh, how's that cleanse going for you? But it's even worse because he's going to let us in. He did this on, he talked about this on their show from 9 to noon today. He's going to let us behind the scenes what was going on in his mind when he took the bite of food on television. <laughs> it's day three, day three. Okay, we're not going to, we're not going to derail now. No. This crazy train's got a long way to go. I mean, I'm going to eat like a band. By the way, yesterday, no, 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 yesterday on, no, not tomorrow. Um, yesterday on Twin Cities Live, you know, we had the whole Paula Dean gate yesterday and we went through it all. I had half of mine too. And I told Elizabeth, we were coming back from commercial break and we were about to go into a, some sort of a food, you know, food thing. Segment, where I was going to yeah. have to take my, my bites. And I thought, I'm, I'm going back and forth right now. Part of me thought it would be very funny if I looked directly at the camera and took a massive, massive bite of something. The like biggest big bite I could you. possibly <laughs> take and just, yeah, just give a thumbs up to the camera. I didn't, though. Uh, My wits got the best of me. Because guess where you would have... Okay, he was going to mock you all, yeah. everybody. He thought it would be funny. Steve, the leader of the Juice Cleanse cult, thought it would be hilarious if he looked directly into the camera took the world's most gigantic bite and chewed it in front of you, all the hundred people who have signed up to not eat for three days with them. And also, how many days of the juice cleanse so far? Uh, well, up until today. So th- how many days have passed? Two full days. Correct. And how many days has Steve eaten? Mm, let me see one and two, two days. Okay, can I ask you a question? Mm-hmm, yeah. Please define for me the mm-hmm. following. Yeah. Juice cleanse. So to me, what that means is you're only drinking juice in uh, an effort to cleanse something. No solid food. No juice. Pocus pocus mumbo jumbo. It's not like juice and a couple things to eat during the day. No. Yeah. So is Steve doing it? No. Okay. Can I ask you a question? Yeah. What would you, how would you describe somebody who, um, encourages others to do something mm. that they themselves are not willing to do and uh, do it in a way that seems kind of evil. <laughs> I just threw the evil part in, but what, like how, what does that mean to you when I say like, here's somebody who's telling other people to do something that he himself cannot do. It seems kind of maniacal, right? Yeah, absolutely. Kind of culty, yes. Right. Like do as I say, not, not as, as I, I do. do. It just seems a little suspect. I'm saying you're doing a juice cleanse, but you're not cleansing. Mm-mm. But you expect walking, everybody else is. He's walking around, you guys. All the rest of you who've just been drinking every meal. Steve has bacon, yeah, shrimp, yeah, and hash browns, cheesy hash browns in his tummy from Paula Dean. Yeah, Are you all okay so with like, that? and when I walked in this morning on them prepping for their show, I'm like, "How's the juice cleanse going?" They're all like, "Great, it's awesome." I'm like, "But Steve, you're not juice cleansing day three." You you've eaten food There's every no day cleanse. so far. You've not cleansed. So hmm. again, I think I said this yesterday, but that's like saying I don't smoke except for the one or two cigarettes I have every day. Nope. You either do or you don't. When we come back, Steve's TV partner in crime, Miss Elizabeth Reese, is bringing all the dirt from Hollywood in on a dirt alert on My Talk 1071. For detail. This is a My Talk Dirt Alert. Dirt alert, dirt alert. 
Elizabeth burr, Reese burr, is burr. invisible today, and so oh, wow. Holly it's Roberts has come in. Where is she? Invisible Elizabeth Reese. Mm-hmm. She is not in studio, but I'm here, and I'm going to tell you about some dirt regarding Jay Z's streaming service title. They have been accused of intentionally falsifying streaming numbers for Beyonce's Lemonade and Kanye West's album Life of Pablo, and consequently paying inflated royalties to the <sighs> artist's labels. This all coming from a report from a Norwegian newspaper. Uh, that's where the company is based. Uh, the paper has accused Title, uh, which is primarily owned by Jay Z, by the way, of Wait. inflating its subscriber numbers too in the past, and claims the company has denied. And in a statement to Variety, Title is also denying the latest accusation. Title is based in Norway. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I guess I never I re- realized that. I remember this um, because there were a lot of. I think there was a lot of pushback on the diverse lack of diversity on his mm. staff. There was this picture yep. of mm-hmm. him surrounded by a bunch of like blonde haired, blue eyed people. Norwegian and people were like, people. yeah, so. Okay, sure, fair point, but keep in mind that this is all in Norway, so that might have something to do with it. So interesting. That does not all sound um, very legal, all the things that you just explained. Uh, Yes, Uh, so Tidal rarely shares its data publicly, and uh, they had a streaming exclusive on Kanye's album, The Life of Pablo, for its first six weeks of release, and continues to be the exclusive streamer for Beyonce's album, Lemonade, and Tidal is claiming that West's album has been streamed 250 million times in its first 10 days of release back in 2016, while claiming it just had 3 million subscribers. Hmm... Huh, interesting math. And so if you're doing the math, that claim would have meant that every subscriber played the album an average of eight times per day. Okay, so that's clearly false. But I I wonder what the motive was, because I wonder if perhaps it's to encourage... You know, artists to want to work out exclusive deals because they think they're gonna, you know, make some hefty bank. Yeah, 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 but yeah, and but it also sounds like they're manipulating how how much certain artists end up getting back. Well, exactly, and interestingly enough, if they're inflating the royalties for oh Beyonce, right, the wife of Jay Z, mm-hmm. that money is circulating back through Jay Z through right. titles, so maybe money laundering kind of yeah it just doesn't sound so legal no it doesn't sound so legal does it i know title is denying these latest reports from the norwegian newspaper have you ever met anybody that no subscribes to title Uh -uh. yeah neither right no that's because uh some reports are saying that there's maybe one million subscribers globally wow there's about seven billion people on this planet one million globally. Globally. So, ooh, Jay-Z's okay. in a lot. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So, whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So, download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, price line. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, 
Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. A lot of trouble today. Uh, NBC in the news this afternoon because their Matt Lauer report finds no evidence that NBC leadership knew of behavior complaints against Matt Lauer. Can I ask a question? Please. Who conducted that investigation? Oh, it was an internal investigation so by NBC. So likely that means who? Management at NBC. Okay, so management <laughs> at NBC says management at NBC didn't do something that management at NBC should be doing. Exactly. Hmm. So uh, their findings from that internal investigation by NBC management Mm -hmm. from NBC management. Uh, It includes interviews with close to 70 current and former employees and their report stated that the investigation turned up no evidence that leadership at NBC News Today or human resources at NBC Universal received complaints about Lauer's workplace behavior prior to November 27, 2017. That is the day that Matt Lauer left NBC. Here's what happened in those interviews. Uh, They would invite people into the office and they'd say, we are going to interview you. And then the interview would go something like this. So what'd you do this morning? What'd you have for breakfast? So that they could say that they interviewed people, but they didn't interview them about that. I mean, or imagine yourself being interviewed by um, head honchos here about something that allegedly happened. Mm -hmm. And, you know, they go, hey, Colleen. So this really bad thing happened. Mm-hmm. We're wondering if you know of anyone, you know, like me, for example, um, the person in charge, you know, if I as a person in charge, maybe prevented you from doing your job or being in some way, you know, d- do you want to say something against me? No, actually, okay, thanks. thank you. Um, Good answer. Can we talk about Next. what I had for breakfast instead? Yeah, I mean, you just know, <laughs> right? Y- you wouldn't, you wouldn't answer the no. people in in control and in uh, in control of your job. You would not tell them the truth if it was going to, you know, yes. not serve you. We well. all know mm-hmm. what the right answers are in those types of yeah. situations. Like, oh, no, if you I want didn't see to anything. maintain the level of comfort that you have had, yeah, yeah, and I mean. Keep your job. Yeah, we'll see if there are any external investigations. I think we just basically told people that we'd be willing to lie. But let me just point (laughs) out, it was in service of this notion that um, executives are, you know, their own. It'd be like a wolf, um, you know, interviewing, you know, other wolves about a house that got blown down. Oh, I wonder what happened (laughs) with those pigs. And we we puffed. puffed. Did you see any wolves hanging around? No, I didn't see any wolves. No, it was just a brisk day Mm -hmm. and the house just happened to fall over. Those pigs, the shoddy work. Mm. Those pigs. Yeah. Uh Uh-huh. So that's making headlines today. Uh, I want to give you a good headline. This will be a lot of fun. Rick Moranis is coming back to the small screen. Isn't that exciting? Honey, I shrunk the screen? No. Rick Moran, nice one. Rick Moranis, he famously has not been in Hollywood for quite some time. He's going to be reprising his role from Spaceballs as Dark Helmet in an upcoming episode of The Goldbergs, which is on ABC. Oh, that's kind of cool. That kind of bums me out. Why? Because I'd rather him be doing like a thing, and then you're like, yeah, he's making a comeback on an episode of The Goldbergs that nobody's going to see. 
Look, we got to take what we can get, Bradley. Beggars can't be choosers. Well, Rick, I guess Moranis. If you're Rick Moranis, you do have to take. <laughs> what, what has you can he get. been doing? He's been raising his kids. Oh, I his like that. His wife passed away, and then he decided to take a step back from Hollywood, raise his okay, children out point. of the spotlight. Yeah. Fine, yeah. it's a great story. Ooh, feel good. I'm done. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry about it. It's not you, you Holly, have to be done. Moranis. Now, before we go uh, to our little break here and uh, call out for somebody to play the 30-second pop culture challenge, 651-641-1071, I want to remind you all that when we come back, apparently they are testing the fire alarms oh, in our building. We have no idea what's going to happen. We don't know what's going to happen. So FYI, we'll be back. It might be loud. 651-641-1071. If you want to play the 30-second pop culture challenge, 30 seconds, five questions, you could win a prize. We've got 30 seconds. We're going to give you five questions. If you get them all right, you'll win a prize on the Colleen and Bradley Show on MyTalk 1071. Streaming live at MyTalk1071.com. Everything entertainment. Colleen Lindstrom, Bradley Trainer, And we call this game your 30-second pop culture challenge. 30-second pop culture challenge. Hi. Colleen, what's on the phone and what are they playing for? Well, we have a person <laughs> on the phone and what's that its person's name? name is Sherry. Oh, Sherry's Beerings. And Holly, what's Sherry playing for today? She's playing for a pair of Fandango movie passes to see the upcoming movie Life of the Party. Mm-hmm. All right, Sherry's Beerings, your timer's going to begin after I ask the first question. Are you ready? Yes. Okie doke. Here we go. Melissa McCarthy was nominated for an Oscar for her performance in what movie? Um, pass, come back to it. Bella and Edward are the protagonists in what book film series? Um, um, the vampire one. Yep, yep, yep. Um, um, um. Yep, yep, yep. You're on oh, the right track. I, yeah, okay, come back to that one. Who, who hosts the talk show Watch What Happens Live? Andy Cohen. YMCA is a song by what disco band? Village People. Henry Jones Jr. is the real name of what fictional character? Henry Jones Trainer? Yeah. Oh! Oh, oh Sherry. Sherry! I'm so sorry that you did not win today. You can play every day. We do it at 1230 on the Colleen and Bradley Show. Okay, let's uh, go back and answer. I guess Sherry's berries aren't those. always sweet. This is true. Uh, Bella and Edward are the protagonists in... Did she get that one? No. no. Uh, in what book film series? Twilight. Oh, and Melissa McCarthy was nominated for an Oscar for her performance in a hot movie. Bridesmaids. She got the uh, Andy Cohen. She got the Y to the M to the C to the A. Henry Jones Jr. is the real name of what fictional character? Indiana Jones. Okay. I don't think I would have gotten that one. I don't either. Uh, we will do that again tomorrow at 1230. And when we're done with the 30-second pop culture challenge, we move on to solving some mysteries. And we do Woo! it in the form of blind items Let's that Holly has brought for us in a segment called Blinded by the Item. Do it. Blinded by the Our first blind item from crazydaysandnights.net has to do with a permanent A-list singer Mm. and a feud between A-list singers. Two things to think about while I read you this first blind item from crazydaysandnights.net. This permanent A-list singer wants the world to know which side she is on in the feud between A-list singers. She is firmly on the side of the one who is on your television screens each week and very much dislikes the other. Hmm. So it's got to be Katy Perry and Taylor Swift. Mm-hmm. Okay, and the permanent A-list singer is Madonna. Oh, mm-hmm. interesting. That doesn't surprise me yeah, at all because at Katy Perry is like Madonna light. 
Yeah, if you look at photos from the Met Gala, Madonna's taking fi- pictures with Katy Perry and other people. All oh, right, let's interesting. Yeah. All right, Madonna wants the world to know which side she is on in the feud between Katy Perry and Taylor Swift. She's firmly on the side of Katy, and she very much dislikes Taylor. Well, I mean, boy, I, I would love to take a real survey and find out how many people around in that sort of circle of Hollywood elites really actually like Taylor Swift. I don't get the impression that very many are like her very much. Why do you think that? Um, I don't think it's popular to like her, first of all. Like, I just... And I also think everybody feels probably a little bit manipulated by her aw shucks kind of attitude. You, you don't see people um, flocking to her squad in the way that they did, you know, during her what that that album with the one where they're walking and the um before Bad the blood yeah. thank you that one you don't hear people identifying with being part of Taylor's squad mm. I don't think she has way. a squad anymore. anymore I think, I think that they marketing, like vacated the premises well I think they vacated the premises and Taylor yeah. Swift probably obviously knew that that wasn't working for her anymore yeah yeah yeah, yeah I just don't <laughs> I don't think yeah. she's a popular person to like in Hollywood yeah. All right, moving on. Our second blind item from crazydaysandnights.net has to do with a former A-list tween actress. Mm. A former A-list tween actress. Here's your blind item. I didn't think it was possible that this former A-list tween actress could go any older in the men that she dates, but this barely in her 30s former actress went from a guy in her, his 60s to one in his late 70s. Ew, gross. She is becoming the Padma Lakshmi of her generation. Ew. Is it I'm... one of the Olsen twins? Ew. Well, it's Ashley because... The other one's got the French dude. I can never remember which one is... So they're out holding oh. each other with cigarettes in hand. Daddy issues, anyone? Oh, God. And I'm also, sorry. But- also molar issues, but Holly, you can get to that later. <laughs> yeah. All right. I'll fill in the blank on this blind item. I didn't think it was possible for Ashley Olsen. Uh, I didn't think she could go any older in men that she dates, but uh, she went from a guy in his late 60s to one in his late 70s. That is so bizarre. I want to know who the guy is. I don't know. She was dating an artist. Mm. At one point, and I don't remember his name. Kanye West is a fan of him. I digress. Weird. Yeah, they're just a weird pair of people. What is this molar issues? What are we? Did oh, I miss something? I have a conspiracy theory. Oh, do tell a conspiracy theory about Mary Kate Olson specifically. Now, if you go and look at the Olson twins. On the red carpet appearance at the Met Gala, mm-hmm. go ahead and Google that image. Mm-hmm. I love. Now that being said, I love the Olsen twins, and I would buy everything from the row. I want to look like a weird, scary, futuristic nun. That is my dream. Mm-hmm. But when you look at Mary Kate Olsen, <laughs> so many. There's so many things there. Now look at Mary Kate Olsen and look at her face. What is going on? What happened? I don't know. I think that she doesn't have molars anymore. Because how what? can your cheekbones look like that? She doesn't even look like herself anymore. No, they're very it's gaunt. Cl- she looks like a character from that movie, The Dark Crystal, which is really cool. Well, can I just say that like all Hollywood women at some point are going to look like frog people. I've said that for years. Yeah. I will continue to say it. And it's because they don't eat 
And then they have severe plastic surgery, and then they just look like frogs because they've got these giant cheeks and bug eyes. Yeah, but Mary-Kate Olsen doesn't have giant cheeks. She has really sharp cheekbones. Well, I just mean that it gives the emphasis on the cheeks such that you have this, like, your eyes are just like... (laughs) You guys, I'm not kidding. I am staring at this picture because I thought it was Photoshopped. I'm telling you conspiracy theories I want to know. I just want to know. She doesn't have molars. She has molars or not. Wow, that is fascinating. Think about that and try to solve that mystery. I will. Meanwhile, we have to move on to another mystery. A third blind item from crazydaysandnights.net today has to do with a mogul slash frequent visitor to your television screen and a former A-list comic. Okay, here's your blind item. This mogul slash frequent visitor to your television screen in front of and behind the camera who always tries to play up to the world what a wonderful guy he is, not so much. He is doing his level best to blackball this former A-list comic from any gig she tries to get. Apparently, she hired an accuser of his, and he considers that sacrilege, so he is doing his best to smear the comic. Okay. Should we do it together? Who's the mogul? Well, I'm curious what you're going to say. Oh, Andy Cohen and Kathy Griffin. Well. What were you going to say? I was going to say Donald Trump and Kathy Griffin. You got one part right. Also, I would say it's mixed. Some people say Andy Cohen. Mm. And some people say Ryan Seacrest. Oh. Oh. Because of the accuser aspect of this story. Okay. Okay, Yes. Go back and then we'll dig deeper. Ryan Seacrest always tries to play nice to the camera and play up what a wonderful guy he is, but not so much. Ryan is doing his level best to blackball Kathy Griffin from any gig she tries to get. Apparently, Kathy hired an accuser of Ryan Seacrest, and he considers that sacrilege, so he is doing his best to smear the comic. Yeah, that doesn't doesn't surprise me. I mean, when you are talking about Ryan Seacrest, then in that case, it seems legit. I will say what is interesting to me is, okay, so with Kathy, we haven't really talked about Kathy Griffin, but I've been watching her sort of comeback. Mm -hmm. So there were people that were preventing her from coming back, which is you don't just come back like you don't just like get work like, hey, we'd love to have Kathy Griffin. There's like a whole thing that's going on behind the scenes. Mm -hmm. There are people who can make things happen or not make things happen. And by all accounts, nobody wanted to make anything happen for her. And now slowly but surely I've seen her show up like we just got a pitch the other day for, you know, a radio interview. And you probably wonder why we aren't talking to her. Well, because it's for a time that we're not on the air. Um, But so like preps, you know, uh, interview services are she's now in the good graces of people. So like a switch has been turned on Mm -hmm. again. So whatever, you know, was preventing her from getting any of that before has now been flipped and people are all about it. She was it, on The View. Yeah. Yeah. Which is really interesting. And, you know, it, this is why this is why this is possible, because people's memories are short, because in this very moment, I I vaguely I mean, I know what she did that got her blacklisted. But the finer details of how it all played out are a little bit fuzzier for me. I would really have to go back and 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 read through kind of a timeline of events to remember why she, you know, why she was punished so harshly. In other words, why everybody turned their back on her. I mean, I remember, like I said, I remember what she did, 
but I, but the timeline of events is not as clear to me. And because we're not in that moment anymore, I think they're taking advantage of, of that. And, and she's trying to seize that moment. But like you said, Bradley, there are people who very much don't want her to come back and she's burned plenty of bridges. Yeah. But I, what, what, uh, what I think in this particular case is that, um, there, there's, it's not just happenstance. Like there's literally something that happened behind the scenes that flipped the switch and now allows her to get all the jobs that she wasn't able to get before. And mm-hmm. I think part of it has to, I'm Bradley trainer and I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called blinded by the item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game and you can play along. The item might be like this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. ...do with the fact that, um, I mean, the thing that she was accused of doing, look around. Like, I'm not saying that other people have done exactly what she did, but like the bar is so low now that what Kathy Griffin did and seemed horrifying and shocking is, you know, sort of average. Mm-hmm. I mean, just look at the the criticisms people put out on social media. I mean, it wasn't it's not the same. But what I'm saying is I think the environment and the climate is such that people are maybe, you know, not as mortified by obnoxiousness. When we come back on the Colleen and Bradley show, I know you can relate to this on some level. Have you ever purchased something that you know you shouldn't have purchased and didn't oh, want in the first place? Welcome to my life. And then it becomes just a, a reminder of a lesson that you need to learn. Oh, yeah. I'm going to tell you the story of something that is teaching me a lesson that I had no intention of buying after this on the MyTalk 1071.